Welcome back to our hopefully favorite podcast, The World According to Aiden. I, your co-host Aiden, am back again with co-host Philip Wilsogel. But folks, Hello. if you listen to the previous episode, you'll know that the main attraction um, of the show is our guest speaker of the day, who's returning for his second time to the pod, John Moore. Welcome. It's glad to have you on again. I mean, I'm glad to have you on I again. Am, I'm really glad to be on again. It's really fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today, we'll cover the next episode of The Bad Batch. And additionally, after trivia time today, we'll introduce a new, exciting segment. So stay tuned. Philip, could you read your synopsis for the episode? All right. The Crossing. Sid sends the Bad Batch to extract some Ipsium mineral from a re- mine she recently purchased. But during the expedition, their ship is stolen. Forced to trek towards a spaceport, they are forced into another mine by a storm and subsequently buried inside when their recovered Ipsium is detonated by a lightning during the storm. Omega is having trouble dealing with the recent sudden turnabouts with Echo leaving their squad. Omega discovers an Ipsium vein while by herself, but while trying to harvest it, she and Tech get separated from the others and have to talk about adapting to changes in life before they find an alternative way out. They find the spaceport abandoned. When they arrive there, they manage to, however, contact Sid, who recent, who reluctantly agrees to pick them up in a few days. The, their, the episode leaves with a bad batch stranded on an unknown planet and electrical storms whirling around in an abandoned shipyard. Yeah, that's a really good synopsis. I feel like I say that every time, but they're always really good. Um, yeah. So, John, since you're our guest speaker for today, I'll give you the floor for this first question. Do you think that the Bad Batch will reobtain the Marauder, their ship? Yes, I do think so. Okay. Um, could you explain a little bit more on that? Like, how, how do you think they might be able to get it back? Um, I think there might be a way to track it down because of all the tech things, how smart tech is. Yeah, that and all makes their sense. technology. Philip, well, what... What what did what did you find notable, or you can pick up off of what he said? Well, since um, I'm going to take the opposite extreme and say that they're probably not going to get it back, even though I really hate that, and I really hope they do get it back. Mm. So I hope to be proven wrong. But because Chex says in the episode that the tracking on the ship has been disabled, it also goes along with kind of the focus of the episode, which is change. You know, yeah, you have to move change. on. They're moving on from Echo, from Echo, lost their ship. Yeah, I agree. They, that is a good point. They might not be able to get it back. Um, and hey, I mean, then if they got a new ship, that's a chance for a new Lego set. So, um, <laughs> yeah. What else did you like, John, from the episode? Um, I really like seeing that stampede and how they had to survive it. Yeah, it, was, it reminded me of the Lion King cool. a bit. You know. <laughs> it did, I was me just too. about to say that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it's like Mufasa, except Wrecker survives. <laughs> yeah. He just hunches down and lives. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And with Ooh. an explosive material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I found that uh, person really interesting. They, it, it, it's the, uh, I'm guessing it's a lady. Didn't have hair. She had feathers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah that's it's really point. interesting. What but, else did um, you like, um, John? John. I liked seeing like how they got to Omega and Tech. I liked that whole traveling scene. I thought it was cool. Yeah. It seemed really fun and painful. Though. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Where, where they fell down and got sucked into a whirlpool. Yeah. Yeah. 
seemed like it could have been dangerous. They could have hit a rock or something, but it seemed like, oh, they had a nice time. It was like a water park. But mm, I'm pretty sure that most of the times if that happened in real life, he'd be dead. Most yeah. likely. Because of the rocks surrounding them. Yeah. Probably. Tech might have survived, them. but I'm pretty sure Mega would have had her neck broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It seemed like they had really not much control over themselves, but yeah. Yeah. Um, could Sid be turning on them now? Do you think could this be another stepping point in maybe her betraying them at the end of that episode? Possibly, but they did recover a lot of Ipsium, so that might make up for it. Yeah, well, I mean, just like a stepping point, but yeah, the Ipsium. Okay, that's another one thing I wanted to note on was the Ipsium. Why do you think that they would bring in a new material when they could have just used Rhydonium? I mean, like, which do you think is more powerful or like, what is your take on that? It seems to be Ipsium is more powerful because it blew up like as strong or if not stronger than Rhydonium. And it was even even smaller amount. I mean, it was just a teeny tiny vial. It almost reminded me of Quaxium in like uh, the solo movie. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that they'll reveal who stole the Marauder? Like specifically who they might be more on them? Possibly. It'd be interesting. It'd what be do you think, John? It'd be very entertaining to see that. It looks like that person was like a bounty hunter or something. Yeah, it looked like they could have been a bounty hunter, yeah. So there's oh. a chance where they run into that person again. What do you think, Philip? It almost looked like a person that was like a castaway or a prospector, another like miner that was stuck on the planet. Because it looked like everybody had left the planet due to those electrical storms. Yeah, that planet is that planet was harsh. And the and the Ipsium running out, the Ipsium mm. mines going dry. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so very, very interesting episode. I would not say it was my favorite, but um, that was a pretty harsh planet. Is there a name for it? I don't think there's a name. I never said the name, I don't think. It wasn't yeah. in my notes. Usually if they'd said the name, it would have been in my notes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay episode uh john what would you rate it from a five to ten or no not a five to ten uh one out of five stars on that scale four four okay what about you philip i give it a four too because because it, it goes along very well with the last couple episodes i'd say mm-hmm. and it, it was interesting and of course it, it was more impactful than some of the uh um, previous episodes just because of the change and how Mega was having to go through the change. And, I would you know, agree. Just her life. It was it was a very good scene, her and um, Tech talking about change, which yes. helped to describe Tech's character a lot. I really enjoyed that. Yes, I agree. Because, yeah, it was good to see Tech sort of showing compassion. And, of course, he can't really show compassion in the way that a normal person would because he's no. wired differently. But it was interesting to see his own take on showing compassion because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen him um, – really showing up heart or yeah opening up in any way and it wasn't opening up much but you could tell he it was opening up for tech (laughs) yeah he um, comes across almost droid like like a c-3po almost kind of person definitely the most very yeah definitely the most he's distributed so far in terms of yeah showing compassion and empathy um or maybe not empathy but yeah very practical facts related person fact related person yeah Definitely. I think that that was 
definitely a high point because there was a lot going on in terms of action this episode, but mm -hmm. I agree with Omega having to adapt to change um, and other stuff like that. There was more, what's the term? Not mental, but just advancement in different ways than in action. Is Character building? Character building, yeah. So there was that mm -hmm. prime aspect in it that, say, other episodes, other filler episodes didn't have. So that, that was yeah. interesting. And good, and good. I'm just interested in how what that what will happen to them in this next episode. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sure it will pick up this time on them still on that planet. But I'm I'm wondering what will happen, and yeah, if they'll if they'll recover the Marauder. So, um, is there yeah. anything else you have to say on this, John? Um, any more thoughts or favorite parts or things that you didn't like, things that you objected to? I really liked seeing the side, like the final scene where they mm -hmm. blow up the thing. It was really cool seeing that artwork. Yeah, I liked. Okay, another thing I'd like to say is that I really liked that um, scene at the beginning um, with them going onto the planet, but the music in the background was really good. If you remember, yeah, I liked it. I, I liked it. It was like a Wild West sort of kind of theme. Star yeah. Wars Wild West theme kind of reminded me of the showdown in um episode I think it was eight in mm. the first season where Cabane and Hunter have their showdown. Yeah. Yeah. It made me think honestly of Andor. It brought back Andor vibes. Yeah. Huh. I didn't have Andor vibes, but okay. <laughs> It was more um, Indiana Jones vibes to me. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree on that. I've been watching the movie, Indiana Jones movies recently. So. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, covered this episode. Interesting that they'd use Ipsium. Thought that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, is there anything else we should touch on this before we uh, go into a short section of trivia today? Um, I really like the end scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, with the them Mustang facing the storm. Yeah. Yes, yes, that was good. That was a good scene. Yeah. Yes. All right then. <clears throat> uh, since we'll have another segment still to come, this surprise segment that I still haven't revealed yet, um, our trivia time today will be short, and I will have all the questions. Um, so, starting out, question or uh, quiz question number one, and this is for John Philip. I know that you already know the answer to what I'm about to say, um, but <clears throat> uh, so, John, what was the last section of the Empire to be taken back by the rebel, rebel, rebels? Sorry. A. Lyrasan, B. Ferex, C. Naboo, or D. Jakku? What was the question again? What was the last section of the Empire to be taken back by the rebels? Jakku. Yep, that's right. Um, this is currently Star Wars canon, I believe. Right, right, Philip. I think that's <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is canon. Yeah, we were talking about that for a while, so I knew that you already knew that it was Jakku that they last took over. I had forgotten that it was Jakku, so I had looked it up again. And at first, at first, it said Lyra San, and I was like, "What?" And I looked it up again. And it was like Jakku. I know that's why I put Lyra San there in the first place. I'd forgotten about that planet, uh, Zebrelius's. Um, New homeworld, I should say. Um, so yeah, question number two. How many languages can C-3PO speak? A, 1,000, 
B, 17 million. C, 300 million. D, 6 million. 300 million. Um, Philip, do you have any guesses? 6 million, but it is it is corrected later to 7 million. That is right. <laughs> that's wow. very that's very nerdy. Yeah. Um, Philip, you got it. It's 6 million, but it was also changed to 7 million. I did not put that in there. I did not realize yes, that. Yes, by the <clears throat> time of uh, The Force Awakens, the seven okay. he has been updated to include seven, foreign, seven million forms of communication. What did you say, John? Said, how many languages are there in Star Wars? There's a lot. How many are there, Philip? I don't know. I want to say just seven million, but there's more than that because there are some that he doesn't even know. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, question number three. How old is Boba Fett during the time of the Book of Boba Fett? Um, Do you have any guesses, John? In his 50s? What about you, Philip? I'm saying around 45. It's actually, I calculated it before, but I can't remember. Yeah, so according to uh, people's calculations, it was probably around the age of 41. So okay, around there, and that it makes sense. But um, yeah, I th- I would have thought that he was in his fifties, uh, early fifties. But yeah, or yeah, he wasn't. Well, yeah, but he kind of looked like it. But um, <clears throat> question four, and this is the last quiz question of the day. What is the name of the Gungan captain on Naboo? Oh, I know that one. Oh, I don't know this one. Ah, any ideas, um... Philip? It's from I the do. Menace. Yeah, yeah, it's from the Phantom Menace. Well, he's also in Clone Wars. He's also in Clone Wars. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Okay, I'll say it. Yep. Chief Tarples. Yeah. Captain well, I looked. Tarples. I looked it up. Yeah, Captain Tarples is the uh, correct way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Captain Tarples. I think I think uh, Jar Jar calls him Chief Tarples in one. Oh, interesting. Like when he first meets him, I don't know. I heard it somewhere. Chief yeah. Tarples as well. I looked it up and it said Captain Tarples, so I just yeah, put it's that Captain. There. Yeah, Captain. He's probably. Would you guys consider him to be probably the most, the second most relative, Gungan, or do you think um, Boss Nass would be the second most relative, other than Jar Jar? I don't know. I think if you went by the Phantom Menace alone, and you know the um, uh, the movies, you'd go with Boss Nass because he shows up in two movies. But if you included the Clone Wars, I think you'd go with Captain Tarples. Just yeah. simply because of his sacrifice in the one with uh, General Grievous. That was mm. a good scene. I love yeah, that one. It was a good scene. So, um, yeah, that's all I had for trivia today. So let's move on to the new segment. The new segment is Hot Takes. If you don't understand uh, the weird acronym in the title for this episode, W-A-A-H-T, it stands for The World According to Aiden Hot Takes. Basically, hot takes, I believe they're uh, generally known as a new term, and what they mean is their ideas or opinions shared to spark conversation and controversy. I've heard many, but never any that were Star Wars related. So their hot takes, they're supposed to be wild, crazy takes on different things so um we've decided that uh, now as a tradition for episodes featuring three speakers such as this one we'll make we'll make hot takes a tradition two of us will rate the others hot takes and we'll see whose side who takes sides on whatever may come up without further ado let's jump into a few 
John and Philip, I believe you've each prepared two or three um, yourselves. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, John, you can go first um, with both of yours or however many you have. I have two. Okay. So the hot text is like, I just tell you my theories, right? Yeah, just one at a time and then we'll rate them. So my first theory is, or hot take, is Mace Windu's alive. Ooh. Did you listen to my last episode? <laughs> no. Okay, because I actually <laughs> said that, although I wasn't yes. saying as a hot take. That is definitely an interesting one, but we kind of already talked about that one. So, yeah. Um, but we can say it again. I believe he's short. dead. He believes he's dead. I believe he probably is dead. There's probably a 60 or 70% chance he's dead. Well, nah, probably about an 80% chance. I mean, he probably went splat, like Philip said in the last episode. <laughs> um, like a bug on a windshield. Like a bug on a windshield. But I'm just trying to hold out saying, oh, maybe he just. Maybe he just fell into a speeder or just mishap landed on something that saved him from his fall or something like that. So I would like to believe that he's alive, but um, I'd say there's probably a 70 or 80 percent chance. Now I think about it, that he's probably dead. But that's a really good hot take because um, we we disagree. Philip and I disagree. <laughs> so um, what's your second one? My second one is in the Mandalorian when Baby Yoda seeing all the Jedi dying. I think he's safely inside a droid, like an R two unit. Hmm. I think he's in like a cradle. I he's got a blanket he's... on him. Yeah, I think he's on a cradle. Yeah, he's like in a nursery of the Jedi Temple where they take care of the baby Jedi, and How the clones would... are coming to get him. How would he be in an astromech? Like being held by an astromech is what you're saying? Yes, I, th- I, I watched this video on like stuff like this, and mm-hmm. there's this like light on Baby Yoda showing, showing that it could be an astromech light. Oh, okay, hmm, that's interesting. He'd be in the dome part, mm-hmm. and I think one of the reasons I think that is because on. Um, where the Mandalorian finds up uh, finding Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. I think that the droid could have brought him there safely. Okay, I, interesting. I put him there or something. Yeah, well, I think honestly, I would have to agree with Philip on this one. Yeah, it. I don't think it's an extra mic, but you do have a good argument, John. You do have a good point on the whole light thing. Um, I think I personally think that we're going to find out who saves him. Regardless, I believe in the newest season. Oh yeah, definitely. I believe that Professor Hugh Yang, the guy who makes builds the lightsabers, I believe he saved Baby Yoda. Uh, okay, so a droid, but not not an astromech. But yeah. now it could have been an astromech, but well, I yeah. don't think he's inside an astromech. I no, think the astromech no. would have picked him up with its like claw arm things, yeah, and carried him that way. Yeah. So, um, Philip, you can go with your hot takes. All right. Do you think Erising is actually dead? I do. Or think Cad Bane. I do think that um, Cad Bane is well. Okay, what time period are you talking about? Like, I'm talking about like at the end of the book of Boba Fett. Do you think Cad Bane's dead? I don't. No, I don't I think don't. Cad Bane's dead. So no, he's still alive. He can't yeah. be dead. He can't be killed that easily. Yeah, I do Cad think yeah. that Erising is dead because they did say that. Yes, I believe. I think. Were. I think Erising's dead. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like it, it is disputable. I feel like the mm-hmm. common viewer would be like, oh, yeah, 
like if they didn't know that Cad Bane was as ruthless and as crazy a bounty hunter as he is, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh yeah, he's dead. But um, I think that he's got to still be alive. I mean, he's he's ruthless. He's powerful. I mean, Boba Fett yep. did overcome him, but yeah, he's still powerful. If you yeah. watch the whole Clone Wars, you would realize how not mm-hmm. easy it is for him to die. Okay, I think he's worse in the Book of Boba Fett than in all the Clone Wars. Yes. <laughs> but um, okay. So another hot take. Um, I had one. What did I think? You can just have one more. Uh, I have some really hot, hot ones. Yeah, okay. So. Well, I was going to say... Um, mm-hmm. Oh, is the Sarlacc actually dead? Hmm. Uh, I don't think that the Sarlacc is dead. I don't think so either. Okay, honestly, I, I, I should dead. probably I say this. Blew, I think he, he blew it up. I mean, he went inside of it afterwards. I think it was dead. Yeah, it's dead. But, okay, I do want to say this. I think, Philip, for future reference, hot take is literally... An opinion, so you can't like you're not really supposed to ask. You're supposed to uh, present uh, okay. forth the argument. So just like say what you. Believe. Okay. I don't think it's like asking. So like saying this Sarlacc is still alive or something like that. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Just Next for future reference. Yeah. It's just John phrased his like a question. The first yeah, one. John so I was thinking. Yeah. You too. Um. Yeah. Just for and future reference. It, and, and you phrased it like a like a question the first time you did it with the last episode too. It did. I, I did. Well, that wasn't technically a hot take then, but yeah. You called it a hot take afterwards, though. I did afterwards. Yeah, it was a hot take, but not quite perfect form. (laughs) But okay, that's disputable. That in itself is disputable. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, I have four really, well, maybe one of them isn't quite as hot, but I have at least three really, really hot hot takes, I hope. So my first Uh one is, Ray Will, between now and the upcoming trilogy, whenever that may be, Will break the Jedi code and marry. I think she would. No, yeah. wait, no, I won't. No, no, no. She loved uh, Ben Solo, and he's dead. So, nope, she yeah, won't. You're right. What do you think, John? Do you? Uh, if Ben Solo was still alive, I do think so. You you think uh, they would marry together? Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, he's probably dead. I mean, he did die. So. Yeah. But who knows? She could marry somebody else. But, um, yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we don't, I don't know. Think she, I don't think she would anymore, no. Okay. No, I don't think she will. Okay. This one's probably kind of understandable, I would say, probably, is one of my weaker ones. But Captain Rex will show up in live action in the next two years. Yes. I, I believe so. I totally think so. Okay. that It's inevitable. Of course. I've been, I've been waiting to see Captain Rex in live action for years. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I I've hope... been waiting since uh, Boba Fett showed up. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that wasn't as disputable. Um, but I think that he will show up in the next two year- years, too, because, you know, he could easily show up in Ahsoka or something else. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, he knows Ahsoka from uh, the animated shows. So, okay, this one. <clears throat> this one's spicy, I hope. The actor who played Ben Solo, Adam Driver, would have played Anakin Skywalker better than Hayden Christensen, the guy who played Anakin Skywalker, would have. Or did. Never. Never. I'm Never. Anakin Skywalker should always be played by the guy who plays Anakin Skywalker. Even though he did look older, I still think he, he still oh, played him really? uh, well enough. 
Now, of course, I hate. I don't think he did a very good job in Attack of the Clones, but in Revenge yeah. of the Sith and, and Obi Wan Kenobi, especially in Obi Wan Kenobi, in my mind, he redeemed himself. Okay, what about you, John? What is uh, your opinion? Who, who would uh, play Anakin? Um, the guy who played Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, or the guy who played him in the movies. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think he'd still be better? Okay, that's weird because yes. I feel like. Uh, the guy who played Ben Solo would have been really good. I don't know. It just seems like Aiden Christensen had a weak point and kind of he was like Wood a little bit just as an actor. And I feel like Ben Solo, I mean, Adam Driver was just, it would have done a better job. He played <laughs> such a good job as Kylo Ren. He would have done a really good job, in my opinion, at least in uh, the third movie in Revenge of the Sith um, when uh, Anakin turned to the dark side. It would have been interesting. Of course, it couldn't have happened. Because, you know, Adam Driver would have been much younger for the first, for the prequel movies and couldn't have, probably couldn't have done the role. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just, just an idea. But, um, okay, this is my last one. Grogu, in his prime, will prove more powerful than Yoda ever was. I'm going to disagree on that. Okay. No, no, he can't be more powerful than Yoda. Yoda he's just... not going to be a Jedi. He's going to be a Mandalorian. He's not going to be, but he can still use force powers. I I think that he could, in some time, he could um, prove to be more powerful than Jedi. I mean, I don't I don't know, but I have a feeling. I think he'll be the most powerful non Jedi force wielder. Ooh, that is a good like more powerful than Ahsoka. You'd mean like yeah, because she's yeah. kind of the known quantity and uh, force wielders that aren't uh, dark or light side. Although she does well, support got, the light you side. You got a few. You get a few here and there, but yeah. Yoda dedicated his whole life to the Jedi. And maybe Yoda, it's one shot on being it. He blew it, so. Yeah, but then he also still has potentially uh, another thousand years. They, to... they couldn't let him stay with Luke. If he stayed with Luke, Kylo Ren would have killed him. Yeah, that's... And who would have wanted that? You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kylo Ren kills baby Yoda. That would be terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be horrible. So, um, yeah, I guess for listeners, if you think that this is, uh, man, I'm mixed up in my words today again. So, um, if you listeners out there, if you think that this was weak, if you didn't like what we did, I would agree that there wasn't as much dispute uh, as I thought there would be. If you listeners think that there could have been better content. You know what? You can submit your own stuff for the next time we do this. So you can, along with a worded review on Apple Podcasts, or even if you just want to send me an email at AidenCMPass at gmail.com, uh, that will be in the description below. Um, if you don't think that we did good enough, you can just you can submit your own and we'll do it next time we do um the next time we do a three-person episode, because I was expecting a lot more dispute. But I guess there just wasn't as much. So uh, take your own opinions um, on what we said. And we hoped you enjoyed that. So do you think there's anything else we should um, touch on before we close out? Is Emperor Palpatine really dead? That was another one I was actually uh... considering putting in there. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Hmm. I'd say the Sith never die. Same, same. <laughs> Sith never die. Palpatine, 
I mean, if anyone was going to kill Emperor Palpatine, it would have had to have been Anakin. Yeah, could he have had another clone body, actually? Yeah. Hmm. Because, I mean, we saw him being demolished, but... Um, hey, he turned like, to dust. Seems like he could come back. So there, there's our redeeming hot take of the day. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, other than that, John, is there anything else you want to say before we close out? Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it was great to have you on again um, as an addition as to the many guest speakers that have been on this podcast. The many, so, many, many. No, there really some. haven't been that many. Mm-hmm. No. But some. But some. It's, it's there will be more. Be on here. One yeah. day. We're glad to have you on. So. Yep. Um, yeah, so again, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Um, we'll be back next week, Philip and I, to talk more Bad Batch. So see you guys. As then. always. Yeah, as always. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, submit hot takes if you want to. Leave us five-star worded reviews. You can send in Star Wars-related questions to be answered on the show to my email, which will be in the link. Yeah, so um, keep it cool, guys. See you May then. the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. Bye. Bye.